0: So you start recording because you you have a mask on. I love it. So you're at Dodger Stadium. You're there, not to no, not for spring training. You're there for the, the now, rock, rock do they and do spring effort. training?
1: Yeah. No. Uh, you'll see the Dodger Stadium behind me. Oh wow. Um, we are here right now, and and they just started letting cars in around seven o'clock. I, I I've been here since six thirty, and the cars are lining up right here um, to get their vaccinations, and uh, we are setting up the stage. Right now the stage is being pulled out. And so, yeah, we're in it right now.
0: Oh, wow. So for those who, who don't know, it's the, uh, it's two days over two days at Dodger stadium, uh, the rock and relief uh, concert series. So March 5th and sixth, and you're obviously performing uh, in addition to the Foo Fighters, Sammy Hagar in the circle, Gavin Rossdale, Kevin Bacon, uh, Juliet Lewis, uh, Grace McKagan, so many others. So I guess, how does this even come together? Cause Dodger stadium is great because it's uh, correct me if I'm wrong. It's the largest free COVID site in, in America. So I guess, wh- how does this project start? Like, what's the first email? What's the first call? Because you put this all together. This is a lot to put together.
1: Yeah, I put it together um, with uh, my great teams. Um, you know, we have, uh, you know, a lot of effort goes into this. And, and um, Josh Wood Productions, they're um, part of the core uh, camp. And they do all their, um, events, productions. And, um, and so, uh, and then I have my team, uh, Emily, Karen, Brad and Sherry and Kai Ahrens that uh, did the beautiful poster. I don't know if you saw it, but there's an sure. amazing poster. Anyways, but, um, it's a live stream and it happens to be at the Dodger stadium because, like you said, this is the largest vaccination site right now. It was the largest COVID test. They've given over 5 million COVID tests here, free. Um, Sean Penn and, and Lee have been first responders. Um, CORE, if there is a disaster, you'll see CORE there first. And mm. that is the truth. It, it's crazy how fast they are. And they act just like that. So um, they uh, are now 450,000 vaccinations they have given out. They are not government funded. And um now what we're doing is I was reading something about how they have these mobile units that are going across the counties. They have, a, um, I think one in new Orleans, they have one in a couple in Chicago. And I thought what a brilliant idea because there's a lot of uh, in the Latino communities, there's a lot of people, you know, that are not being considered essential workers mm. um, and they're suffering and they need help. And there's a lot of old people that can't look at this, look at this line, it's, this is not even full yet. This is going to be a two hour wait. And you know, someone in their seventies, you can't let them sit in a car for seven, you know, two hours. No. So the mobile unit will be able to go to these people who really need it. So that first phone call was, Hey, I need some help to my team. And then that reached out to core. And then I started, I picked up the phone and I started calling people that I knew and foo fighters Macy Gray, Juliet Lewis, Gray, Grace McKagan, James Blunt, Gavin Rosdell, Cheryl Crow, um, Aloe Black, Miguel, um, all these incredible people said yes. So the way it's going to roll, I'm going to do some live. So There'll be a live performance, live stream um, on the stage. Then I have an acoustic live stream stage and um, there's no audience. And then I go to virtual um, and then I have a, a, a live stream uh, performance, um, a virtual performance. And so basically people are sending me videos, you know, oh, that okay. they are doing live and um, we're going to stream it through Amazon Twitch. Then they jumped on Amazon Twitch. Thank you very much. And Huge. then um, YouTube jumped in and then, then Monty's Good Burger said they'll come and bring some food. California Love Drop. Harmon is giving us the the all the sound. Um Joe Gallagher right now, the setting up the stage. Um Harrison Lippman sending lights. I mean, Live Nation joined in. And Rolling they've been stone, helping right? me. Yeah. So they helped to uh, supply, you know, because you know, you don't have money. There's no money here. Right. So I have to be, you know, I gotta ask favors. So Live Nation jumped in to help us get the the some of the equipment and things that we need, because no matter what, you can't get everything for free because you know who hurt a lot is the live um, shows concerts, you know, and sure. those people are the stage people, the lighting, the crew, they're all suffering from all this. So they've been very generous by giving, you know, through these times.
0: You know, it's, it is quite amazing what you've been able to put together And like, how long has this, uh, this take, you know?
1: Oh my uh, God, that's the craziest part. Okay. So event like this, a, a live stream like this. I mean, I know people who've been, you know, doing them, but just in a, a live stream concert, something to this effect would probably take somebody, a big company, seven to eight months, maybe nine months to put together. My team and I and Joshwood Productions jammed this thing out in less than three weeks and it's <laughs> been. What? It's that's been crazy. like, oh, my God. I mean, it's been crazy, man. But, you know, at the end of the day, it is worth it.
0: Of course. And you're going to sleep so well on Sunday. I you're... No, I'm <laughs> no, not, not at all
1: because I'm going to be you know what I'm going to be doing on Sunday, hitting myself in the head for all the mistakes that I made. Uh, you know, a, that's a the way I roll. I'm Fair like enough. so vicious to myself and I'll just I'm... go over the whole the two days and go. Oh, that's what I could have done better. Oh, damn it! Why didn't I do that? Oh, you forgot to say that. Blah 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 blah. I'll be torturing myself on Sunday.
0: You know what? <laughs> from from Brandon or Brandon, or whatever, to Linda, that makes me feel good because of how accomplished you are, you know, and everything that you've done, and you second guess yourself. I'm like that all the time. Oh, I God. Like, oh That interview was terrible. I, I, I look. So for someone like you, who obviously is so loved and talented, to put this together in three weeks. For you to still kind of but I guess that's what drives you. So don't oh, change. It is don't change. <laughs>
1: It is what it drives me because you know, like I think that what's so important is in these times especially is you know, you know, I mean there's a lot of people who talk. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that you know, and It's just like you, their lips are flapping and nothing is happening. I'm a doer. If I say I'm, I don't even tell people I'm going to do it. I just start doing it. And I'm very proactive that way. Um, I really believe in giving and our community right now needs it. And you know what? There's 700 volunteers every single day here, Monday through Saturday. Those volunteers have been here for eight months. And really, I just wanted to have a stage and play some music, you know, and let people... You know here come through the radio like you know it's also going to be you know the cars out here will be able to tune in to oh, radio cool. frequency and they can hear it there's no audience we're all in mass we've all been tested we are all staying away from each other there's no group like the band is going to come in they're going to wait for us to clean the stage they're going to get on stage, play. They're going to get back in their car. See you later. There's no backstage There's no VIP. There's no sexy time here. It's, it's just a, come in and out. And, um, the drive whole through rock and roll. very rock and roll, man. Drive and, through. um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so, and then people will be out there and they'll be all like, what the hell's going on? But little do they know, we're hoping to, you know, raise some big money here. So, Sean and Core can keep going and doing what they're doing and getting more of these mobile units out there.
0: I appreciate that because um I I know I don't look I'm not an old person but I need the mobile help because this is my 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 fiance got her vaccination shots she's lucky she teaches little kids she's a dance teacher so she had a you know one of her dance teachers moms is a doctor so she got lucky and I, of course there are people who who really need it who have pre uh, existing conditions but for me. I, I, I wouldn't call myself an essential worker, even though sometimes I still, yeah, I'm at home right now, but I'll go into uh, the radio station. I went into New York, um uh, the iHeartRadio building the other day, but I will not get a shot yet. But the main thing is I'm disabled. I have a, I don't know if you can see, I can't show you my leg braces right now, but I got my little handicapped guy tattoo. I don't know if you can see oh, yeah. that. He's got a mohawk and metal horns. Yeah, I see it. So even when I, I voted just standing in line, I mean, I can do it, but it's like, I don't want to do that in a vaccination line. It's got to be easy for me. It's it's just yeah. And, and if I'm walking a long way with a mask on, you know, it, it it takes its toll. So the mobile sites are big. So someone like you, and and Sean Penn, you know, who are doing these things with kind of without the government's help, without you guys, we might even be in a deeper trouble than we are. And you know, it was just announced. I think New York City is uh, going to have 33 percent capacity, but still. You know, we're on our couch uh, watching live streams all the time. When Dave Matthews was doing it all last year, every every Wednesday, we would be watching a Dave Matthews live stream. So uh, I know what I'll be doing this uh, this weekend is
1: watching. Well, I think I think, too, you know, um, thank you for saying that. And, you know, and, you know, it is a difficult time for so many people. So it's like nothing's greater than the other. We're all in it, you know, it's like so this is not, you know, like, oh, Donate to, you know, core because they're fantastic. It's just that I believe anybody who's doing something to be of service and is offering their time and services for nothing and they're not seeing their families. Like, I haven't seen my family in two and a half weeks, you know, because I've just been like, I mean, I've seen them, but my poor son is like, you know, mommy, I want to play. And I'm like, son, I'm so sorry. I need you to be, you know, understand that mommy right now is trying to do something that's greater than you. It's greater than me. It's, you know, I'm trying to teach him that there's going to be times where we're going to have to sacrifice in order to be a service. He's five. He just turned six. He'll learn, but he'll be fine. But it's like, you know, I think that, you know, when it comes to music, music is just uplifting it's healing it can say so many things it can make you cry it can make you you know happy it can make you angry it can make you melancholy it can do all these things to you and I purposely chose a specific group of people I've really curated this event so the show the live stream so it would be like all genres of music um, and that the, the, it keeps you up. Um, it's not all big names. There's going to be some breaking artists like Troy Noka, Willa Mai, Francis Lyon. Um, these are really great artists, um, that are, you know, are on the rise. And, and then I wanted to have the middle tier and, and just like, so it's a, a very diverse. So there's all in those cars, man. There's all ages. And all genres of, 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 of all races and a bunch of different um, eclectic um, styles of music are playing in those cars.
0: Right on. Right on. I know I don't have you here for uh, for too much longer. So I want to ask uh, another live stream that you were a part of that I, you know, even the escape for like five minutes, you know, yeah. those little helps. So I want to ask how the come together rendition that you did with Slash and Gilby Clark. How did that? Oh,
1: there's Slash right behind you, too.
0: Oh, yep, yep. Uh, Not the real one. You scared me for a second. Uh, And and Lizzie Hale. So how did it come together to be corny? How did it come together, come together?
1: Um, You know, that's my ex-partner, Terry Brown. Uh, He um, has this company called Rolling Stone Live. I'm sorry, Rolling Live Studios. And and, uh, it's a live stream company. And I think he was getting together... um, Oh, yeah, that's right. It was normally for this, uh, chrysalis, uh, uh, benefit and the benefit kind of ran a little off. And, um, so it didn't really, we did that. He's like, let's put together this come together and, you know, led by Lizzie Hale. I just jumped on it saying whatever, played some guitar, but then, um, he re-released it because it didn't really get seen because the, the, it was one of those gone wrong live stream okay. events, you know, you know, one of those where it was like, it went all nuts.
0: It happens. And
1: so he just re-released it on this thing that he was doing on his rolling live um studios. And I was like, you know, yeah, sure. You can use it. So, it was really that simple. Hey, you want to do a cover of, um, come together, Lizzie hell, you know, jumped in there. She kind of started it off and then a bunch of people started playing on it.
0: Oh, okay. Cause I was curious, uh, cause if you were aware of the name of the podcast appetite for distortion and yeah. I get, I can, if I can use the Kevin Bacon cause he's performing, I use these yes. six degrees of G and R bacon in this show. So I, didn't know, <laughs> if you had any, uh, guns and roses, uh, connections, because uh, the one I, I know, and I want to credit a listener of mine was excited to hear from you, uh, Luigi. Have you ever heard, this was um one of the versions of Guns N' Roses with uh, Robin Fink and Richard Fortas. They would uh, uh, cover, uh, just uh, instrumentally, Beautiful. You, have, you, have you ever heard that? No, I haven't heard it. Oh, okay. Well, if whenever you get a moment, if you can uh, just check that out, Robin Fink and uh, Richard Fortas uh, with Guns N' Roses would play Beautiful oh set. that's so funny <laughs> yeah, yeah i had no idea oh uh, all- no
1: idea um i slash has been in my studio and um there's a guitar that he wanted of mine that's a 53 gold top and he like every single time he had come and he's like um are you hey man if you ever sell that guitar please call me <laughs> i want that guitar like he wanted that guitar so bad and but i still have it but um i haven't talked to him in a while but um, yeah. And, and Grace McKagan is playing, you know, and, um, right. and I used to jam with, uh, her dad on that. What was that cover band? Velvet Revolver. Yeah. Um, well, not, not, a,
0: not a cover. No, they, not
1: cover band, but it was all the same guys would do oh, a. Oh, Cam Freddy? Cam Freddy. Thank you. I would okay. always join those guys and, and, and play okay. Zeppelin and, and Duff would be playing. So those are my connections to, uh,
0: Guns N' Roses. I, right on. Uh, last one for you. I wanted to ask: Can you talk about because I'm I, I just turned 37 at the end of last year, so maybe this points to my age. I heard Four Non Blondes version of "I'm the One" before Van Halen. That's just me, oh. and oh, really? I fell in love with it. You know, for, <laughs> even though Van Halen's is amazing, I still prefer the Four Non Blondes version. Can you talk about that, or, or perhaps Eddie Van Halen a, a little bit? Did you ever? interact with him. Um, I guess just if you have any thoughts on, on him as a uh, player musician.
1: Uh, okay. Well, Eddie Van Halen obviously brought in like, it was like, what the hell is that? When Van Halen showed up, I freaked out. Like David Lee brought the whole thing, all of them. It was what a fucking show like that. Those are rock stars, you know, like that voice, the, oh, you know, like the comedy, the, <laughs> the guitar playing, like, I mean, it was insane seeing him doing what he was doing, right? Like every guitar person was like, what the hell is that guy doing? It was like alien to people. And, um, I don't have a, a, a connection to them only through Sammy Hagar, you know, on that version, but, um, you know, I'm the one was, I think we did it for a movie. Airheads. Erhard, thank you. One See, of the I best movies remember. ever.
0: Oh, I love that movie.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and, I, it's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> well,
1: we did it for that movie and they asked for us to do that particular song. And I was like, hell yeah. And I, I, I'm, I'm going to toot my horn. I think I did a pretty fabulous job singing that style, you, you know, did. and, um, really cap, you know, capturing the, the, the vibe, you know, and Jim Mankey played guitar from Concrete Blonde okay. um, on that song, just so you know. Okay. And, um, but, um, yeah, thank you. I, I, I haven't heard that in a long time. I have to go listen to it now to, to, oh, right to, on to go listen, but, um, so you yeah. never heard
0: back from any of the Van Halen guys, just give them their thoughts. No, no. no I, I know. you
1: know right. what? Okay. I do have one story. I was at crazy okay. girls in like 96 and I went in crazy girls as a strip joint in Los Angeles. Oh, okay. Thank and you. I used to go there all the time. And, um, and then I was sitting down and right next to me was David Lee Roth mm. and him and I just started talking about girls and it's like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm ai I like chicks. And he's like, Oh, that's cool. And, you know, and, and then we say, he's like, I like chicks too, maybe a little too much, you know? And it, we had, it was a very funny interaction. I believe he invited me to come party at his house afterwards, but I was like, no, thanks. And, um, um, and then, but that was my, my David Lee Ross story. He was very funny, very sweet and we hit it off really great.
0: Amazing. Linda, I can't, this was uh, an honor, a pleasure. I mean, songwriter hall of fame. I mean, your resume is, is people Google. If you don't know, I mean, there are going to be songs. Google. you don't. If you don't know, like there are songs that Linda wrote that you don't, you're not even aware of, of just like how talented <laughs> this woman is.
1: I'm not uh, even aware of the songs that I've written.
0: So, <laughs> so there you me, go. Did you
1: see that. See how it's packing up now. It's like, I mean, it's crazy. It's, right. uh, I feel like blessed to be here and doing this, but yes, thank you for taking the time and, and ha- being interested. And of I, Heart, I love I Heart. I mean, great stuff comes out over there. I'm very supportive of everything I Heart does. Um, you're always helping the musicians and supporting, um, the healthcare, the mental states, you know, the, the, you know, people that have, uh, you know, issues, uh, with, um, addictions and you know you guys and music cares always jumping in together and i i love that
0: yeah no, and i do that personally here on the podcast i tell my share my my, my tales of addiction uh and depression and all that so it, it's it all comes it's, together and this hard, yeah. this year has been very hard so what you're doing uh is, is giving people hope that life will return to somewhat normal somewhat soon so i'm looking forward to this weekend uh linda thank it's an you. honor. thank you so much Just know
1: I'm going to mess up. And when I do know that on Sunday, I'm going to be, you know, hitting myself over the head over my
0: mess ups. And just know I'll be proud of you no matter what, whatever that means.
1: (laughs) But it's going to be raw. That's what I'm really excited about. There's no like, Mm. you know, glossy lights here. It's going to be raw and cool. So I'm excited about that part. It's going to be very rock and roll. All right. Right Take care.
0: You too. Thank you so much. Bye. Boy, that was fun. I I, I didn't get a chance to mention Welcome to the podcast, Appetite for Distortion. Episode 250 just went right into it with Linda Perry. I saw her on location because usually when you do a a Zoom interview, at least thus far, I speak to somebody at their home or perhaps a studio, their car, not usually outside the stadium. So, you know, I'm glad that uh, she sounded great. You know, didn't lose connection or anything. Of course, you know, it's a giant parking lot for, for Dodger Stadium. But... Uh it's just crazy. We just went. I didn't want to keep her, just went right into it. But I appreciate all of her time. But the episode is not over because we haven't done this in a while.
1: Here's the mail, it never fails. It makes me want to
0: wag my tail. When it comes, I want to walk. Mr. Mailstone So you can contact me however you want. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram you know, comment on a, on a podcast. Uh, this happens to come from Twitter, and it's more than one message because I kind of want to show you a timeline that many of you who reach out to me who are perhaps not the the public AFD show listener, uh, the one that comments all the time and, and retweets and shares and, and thank you, thank you, thank you. But there are so many who just DM me about Guns N' Roses and just somebody to talk to about GNR. And it's this one just happens to be fun, and it goes to show you just he's just one example of the great listeners that you are. So this is from Joe Madzi. He just found the podcast November of last year. So this is episode 250. He just found us. So that's why I always tell you, mention to a friend about this podcast. Tell them all the amazing guests that we've had. Yeah, we've had GNR people on, but you know Linda Perry to Tom Green to all these cool people. So there's always somebody for... There's always something for somebody, I believe. You just have to kind of like Guns N' Roses, which everybody should. So this is from anyway. Uh, Joe Madsey, November of 2020, uh, sent me uh, a Batman versus the Ninja Turtles DVD. <laughs> he writes, from listening to your podcast, I know you're a Ninja Turtles guy. I'm a massive uh, Batman nerd, so this might be worth checking out. And he <laughs> he's like, the only thing missing is a uh, GNR uh, soundtrack. That'll be right up. Uh, our alley. Every, it took every box for us. So we just found it. And he's, he's showing me. He also is like, has been happy? At the end of the year, I, I don't know if you did this. Lot, much of you, you actually did send me the the Spotify raps that I was your top podcast. So he was somebody that did that. So thank you to Joe and all of you who did that. Uh, so he was still on. He was on episode 137 of November of last year. Okay, so she's, he's letting me know he's still catching up. It's still December, December. He updates me late December about he fact that he, he bought three Ninja, the, the, the three DVD set of the Ninja Turtles movie. Apparently, I influenced him. I suppose if I'm going to be, uh, you know, if I'm going to push you to do anything, watching the, the, uh, the third Ninja Turtles is supposedly the worst thing I could do. <laughs> and then uh, he goes like, you know, at least I can use this as an excuse if I'm ever late anywhere. I can just watch Ninja Turtles too. Again, a rumor I hope that is true about Axel. Just a rumor. I hope it's true. So now we're into this year for Joe. We're in uh, the middle of January. He's up to 197. Just letting me know. Now, just a few days later, so that was uh, January seventeenth, 197. Now, January 24th he's up to episode 208. I'm still catching up. I- I- I'm in awe, by the way. You know, the fact that any of you listen to me more than two minutes. <laughs> it's true. I'm like Linda Perry. I think everything I do is terrible. But, you know, if people around you like it, you just keep doing it. Uh, so then, where does he go? And then he says, this was just a few days ago. Oh, uh, Yeah, maybe like a week ago, whatever. Uh, this is February 21st. Completely up to date with the AFD podcast now. The only problem is I have to wait a while before the new episodes first world gnr problems <laughs> i think i don't make you wait as long for new podcast episodes as gnr does make you wait for new music i'm sorry that was that was not even that was an, that was a low hanging fruit you just hope once things do calm down and maybe when they start the tour assuming things go well in uh daundunda in australia and new zealand that something will happen they'll release a single you know I, i'm still holding out hope i, I it's not like I don't, I don't believe you know things that Richard Fortis – I know a lot of fans mocking now you know that he's uh, over the few he's been saying about new music for years. And Slash has been kind of saying you know some stuff, and Susan McKagan has said some stuff on my show. I don't. They're not lying. You know we we've heard the, the Chinese demos. It's just I don't know. It, it's just some bands love to keep. You know if you're Buckethead, you want to put out 20 albums a year. If you're Axel, you want to put out one every 20 years. I, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I posted the other day uh, that the, the Simpsons just, this here this is a nice little uh, turn for you. The Simpsons just got renewed for two more seasons and I could not be happier. So I posted the, uh, and I found this great artistic drawing of Axel and Slash as Bart and Milhouse. And I feel the same way about the Simpsons as I do about Guns N' Roses. I don't care about people that say it's not the same. Is anything from your childhood th- the same? You know, even if it's like your favorite cereal, is it really, does it taste the same? It, maybe, you know, maybe your favorite movie. I'm, I'm currently watching uh, the Ghostbuster cartoons that I love that they're putting on, on YouTube right now, the old Ghostbuster cartoons. Uh, so yeah, sometimes things do live up, whatever, but if they still bring you joy, The Simpsons still bring me joy. Guns N' Roses still brings me joy. So at the end of the day, that's why I'm doing a podcast about Guns N' Roses. I could have done one about The Simpsons, but I don't know. There's too many of those out there. Not enough g and ones, I think. So uh, I guess that'll do it for this episode of Appetite for Distortion. So again, if you want to be like Joe Madsen, you know what? I'm going to read this one. One more. One more. Because I get a lot of messages and I want to acknowledge all of you. Because I just got a, uh, a, an approval to share this. Because I always ask you. So this is from Claude. Her name is Claude. So she just writes, this just uh, wrote yesterday as I'm releasing this. Hi, really like your podcast. Huge fan of GNR, uh, but not as much as you. Let me just say my listeners are more intelligent and more diehard about Guns Roses than I am. That's how I feel about all of you because it's just, this podcast wouldn't be where it is without you. So anyway, uh, I thought I'd share my GNR story with you. So back in 2010, GNR, Axel Rose, was back in Montreal for their, for, the concert, for their first concert after the 1993 riot, which, by the way, we did a, um, an episode about that where we relived that with a few fans, if you haven't checked that out uh, on, on YouTube yet, or any of the podcast uh, sites we're on. Uh, anyway, and without any of the original members of the band, didn't care about all that shit, still don't. Just wanted to go see one of my favorite bands in the world, the night before, I met a few friends in a bar who made fun of me because I was going to see GNR r the next day. Me too, Claude. People make fun of, made fun of me too. Uh, a guy dared me to throw my bra at Axel, So I did. I took off my bra in a really discreet way under my shirt, like only a girl could do. So I have no idea. I can barely get it off. Uh, was close enough to the stage where Axel was there, and I threw my bra at him. And as soon as I did that, I had a security guard right on me. He wanted to throw me out of the bell center. I'm like, shit, dude, relax. It's a padded bra, not a bomb. Axel comes to my rescue and picks up the bra and makes it, uh, kind of swirls it around his finger. And so my friend and I look at each other and laugh and scream. And the security guy fucks off. Look online. Uh, She tried looking online for the video, but she can't find it. But it happened. What an amazing night. So if any of you can find uh, the video of Claude's bra, (laughs) please send it my way. Anyway, that does it for Mr. Mailstone. That does it for this episode of Appetite for Distortion. So many amazing guests on the way, including Miles Kennedy. It is in the can. We are waiting to put it out uh, before his new album comes out, The Ides of March, which is coming out in May. We discussed that in the interview. Uh, But in the meantime... Just follow on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, please su- subscribe on YouTube. That is how you keep up to date. The conversation continues in between the interviews. So until next time, when will you hear the next episode? What? Who will the guest be? Well, in the words of Axel Rose concerning Chinese democracy, I don't know if soon is the word, but you'll see it. Yeah!